Hello and welcome on back to Embracing Your Energy. I am Jen Murphy, your host, and I am so excited you are tuning in today. We have a very special topic and it is all about goal setting for 2024 to bring the business that is on your heart, in your desires, the business you're craving into real life and actually make money from it. So a lot can happen in the next three-ish months. We are halfway through October right now. So we have about 10 weeks left until 2024, and we are going to figure out how you can actually make enough money to go all in by the time January comes around, and then we can start to scale your business. So stick around and get ready for a fun little chat today. Welcome to Embracing Your Energy, a spiritual podcast for women who are ready to break free from the limits they've set for themselves. I'm Jen Murphy, a life coach, mindfulness expert, and your host. I'm here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery and transformation. On this podcast, we'll be diving into visualizing your possibilities, reprogramming your subconscious, and manifesting your desires. We'll be discussing practical tips and techniques to help you tap into your intuition, increase your self-worth, and create the life you've always dreamed of. This podcast is for the woman who wants to create a life that aligns with her values, passions, and purpose. So whether you're feeling stuck, lost, or just ready for a change, you're in the right place. Remember, You are worthy, you are capable, and you have the power to manifest your wildest dreams. So get ready to let go of limiting beliefs, make some much needed mindset shifts, and finally manifest abundance and success. Let's start embracing your energy. Welcome on back. I hope you're having a great week. It is going pretty well over here. Lots are happening. Um, If you haven't checked out our Instagram, we have a whole new look coming out. Um, So you can find us at intuitiveceo.co. And we have some new posts coming out and this whole new branding that I am personally in love with. And I feel like it is the branding my business has been craving. So really love it over there. Be sure to go check it out. But let's kind of talk about your business and the business that is on your heart and in your desires. And maybe it's the business you're craving, but you might be too scared to actually go get it, to do the work to get there. Or You're just like, okay, like I know what I want, but let me put it out into the universe and eventually it will just fall into my lap. Well, hate to break it to you. It will not just fall into your lap. You have to actually do the work to get there and to bring it into life because the universe likes to give you what you want, but it also likes to see you showing some effort. So you can kind of think of it like a relationship. If you're, if if it's one-sided, it's not really ever going to work. You're going to put in all the effort, and if they're not putting in the effort as well, you eventually kind of give up on it. You're like, what's the point of this? And that's the same as the universe. The universe is like, I hear the desire you want, and I see the business on your heart, but if you're not willing to put in the work, I don't see the point 
and continuously trying to give you it. So a big piece of it is co-creation that is often overlooked because we just think, okay, I'm going to manifest. I'm going to put it out. Here's the new moon. Here's the full moon. Let me put out what I'm going to do in the next month. And if it doesn't work out, that means it wasn't for me. But really, did you put in the work? Did you actually show up and do the work that you needed to do? So we're about to have a fresh start because I'm sure you have put it out there and you're like, it's just not for me. Like the universe doesn't want me to have that business. They want me to stick at my nine to five where I'm miserable in life. And let me tell you, nope, they don't want that either. So we're going to get crystal clear on our goals today so we can really set the tone for 2024. Okay, so... Let's back it on up a bit. So why do you even want to start your business in the first place? Is it because you want money? Pretty sure that's why. A lot of people say, oh, I have like this best, like the best why there is out there. And it's so purposeful and like heartwarming. And I want to help all these people. And yes, I'm sure you have a why in there that is like that. But the majority of people who start their business online is because they want extra money. They need more money to live the lifestyle where they can actually embody the true why behind their business. So if you're anything like me and you are just starting out your business, I know when I was starting, I was embarrassed to admit it was just for money. Because I wanted this like warm, fuzzy why so people could connect to it. But really, in order to get to that piece where you can make the impact and can actually have that why, you need the money to do it. So I want you to just like take a step back, no judgment here, and just admit you need some money. You are making this business so you can have money to live a freedom lifestyle and By living a freedom lifestyle, you will impact the lives of so many people. And that is how we get there. But the first step is making the money. So let's talk about how we can really set ourselves up to make money come 2024. So first off, you need to create your vision. What is your vision? What is the lifestyle you're creating? Are you still like craving a nine to five. A lot of people get into online coaching and they think, okay, I'm going to work nine to five. Those are my hours. And is that really why you started the business to work those exact hours? Or did you start it to have that lifestyle that you are envisioning? So I want you to really take into consideration that lifestyle, sit down and dream it out. And I'm not saying tomorrow you have to be living and embodying that lifestyle, but we need to have a direction on where we are going. So either right now, pause this episode and take out a piece of paper, or maybe later on, I want you to sit down and really get clear with yourself the life you are building. What does it look like? When are you waking up? When are you moving your body? What relationships are you in? What is your self-care like? Do you travel? Really go in and figure it all out. So for me, when I did this, I was looking at the whole picture and I knew I wanted to move my body first thing in the morning. And so I tried to do it at 5.30 a.m. so I could fit it all in before working nine to five at my own business. And then I realized, 
Like I hated it. I dreaded waking up that early. It just wasn't for me. And that wasn't realistically where I want to be in like five, 10 years, waking up at 5.30 in the morning. And maybe that will shift over time. But I learned I like to kind of sleep a little bit in the morning. And especially right now that I don't have children or I don't necessarily have a reason I have to be up at 5.30, I decided to kind of relax a bit. So now I try to wake up and get to the gym by like 7, 7.30. And then I do like an hour of cardio, like 45 minutes to an hour of cardio. And I come home, shower, and I really start working at like 10 a.m., which at the beginning, it seemed crazy that I was doing that because I felt guilty, like I was wasting all this precious time. But in the long run, that is where I see myself. I see myself getting to work at like 9.30, 10, like today it's 9 a.m. and I'm recording this. Um, So it kind of varies every single day. But ideally, I liked having more of a slower morning and that is what I crave. So that was the vision I added into my life. And I knew to create a slow morning, what that entailed for me. And I make sure I include that. So I have my coffee. I have time to just sit. I have time to kind of look over my whole day um, and all of that. And you would, you might be like, okay, but Jen, like, I don't want to go all in and just like sleep in. You don't have to. That might not be your vision. I also like to work an intense work sessions, like intensely work and then take a nice break and then intensely work and take a nice break. Some people like to sit down, work for 45 minutes, take a break, 45 minutes, take a break. Some just like work through the whole thing. And that is what you have to figure out. You have to figure out what works for you, what works for your energy levels and what works to bring you towards that vision of life you are craving. So once you figure out your vision of how you want to work, and also know you don't necessarily have to work 40 hours a week, like there's no rule in the book of life that says 40 hours a week is going to bring you success. Sometimes it's more than 40 hours. Sometimes it's less than 40 hours. Again, it depends on that vision that you are striving for. So after you have your vision, I want you to really tune in to what you are offering in that vision. Are you working one-to-one with clients? Are you working in group programs? Are you creating digital products people can download and use or self-paced courses? Like what is your energy level towards your customers? Are you actually working with them face-to-face or through a computer screen Or is it more so you create the product on the back end and they work through it on their own and you're just more back end. So you're never necessarily present with them. And that's not a bad thing. Again, that's figuring out your style. Like for me, I know I do better in group settings. I don't personally enjoy one-to-one settings. I enjoy them, but I find it's a lot more draining on my own energy And part of my vision is not to drain my energy as much. So I know for me, working in a group setting is easier for me and it's better on my mental health overall. So again, figuring out your exact offer helps you 
build up the momentum to that vision. And once you have your offer, it's time to figure out how much to sell that for. And the way you figure that out is figuring out your own finances. And again, this is where it really comes down to personalization. You need to figure out your own finances to figure out the minimum income that you need to make to survive in this world because living isn't free. It's not cheap. And we need to make money. So let's say for easy numbers, in one month, you wanted to make $2,000. Let's just say that. Well, say you do one-on-one offers, you could get two clients a month and charge $1,000 a client. So that can work. Or you might be like, oh, there's no way I can charge $1,000 a client, maybe $500 a client. So then you need four clients in a month. So Break it down to be that simple. And once you feel like there's the amount of clients that you need to convert, that is like your sweet spot. You can always go more, you can go less, but again, make sure you have the energy and the capacity to actually serve those clients. So a $500 offer compared to an $1,000 offer are going to look completely different because of the price points. So what do you have to provide within that offer? Is it multiple one-on-one calls? Is it spanning over several weeks? Is it one session? Do they get deliverables? Like what do they get with it? So this is when we kind of go back to defining our offer. So we had the vision, you defined your overall type of offer, you figured out your minimum income, and now you're really digging in to your core offer and what it actually looks like to the person on the other end receiving it. So once you figure all that out, um, you're in a great spot and you can start looking into marketing. And that is really where this episode is going to take over (laughs) because we are going to set some marketing goals. So before we get into this, I want you to definitely pause this episode if you haven't already and figure out your vision, define your offer, figure out your minimum income and how many clients you're going to need, and then we're going to craft your marketing strategy. Okay, so marketing. We are going to start simple because we are at the beginning stages of building that business. And we want a sustainable business that we can scale and grow and grow and grow over the months, years, and just lifetime to come with it. So to do that, we need to find potential leads. And we're going to call these leads clients by the time we convert them into our email list because we they are our client at that point. We are providing them value and we are helping them with a transformation for free. And that is why they are on the email list. However, getting their email is like the best thing ever. Like that right there is better than a paycheck. So To do that, you need a lead magnet. And a lead magnet is something to attract all these potential leads to you. This could be a digital ebook, this can be a guide, this can be a meditation, a live masterclass, or a recorded masterclass, uh, maybe an embodiment session, anything, again, dependent on what your vision and your offer is, something to bring in potential people who are interested. So you know who you are selling to. This right here is the top of the funnel. You are figuring out who just kind of naturally falls into it. So you can start targeting and working through with them 
to help convert them from just a name on your email list to a paying client. So we're going to make the lead magnet. And then after you make your lead magnet, I want you to create a welcome sequence. And this, don't get super complex with it. Just go to ChatGPT, type in what your lead magnet's about, type in a bit about your company and the business you're building, and tell ChatGPT to write you a welcome sequence template. And with this, I'm not... Some people get back and forth with ChatGPT. I want you to use ChatGPT as a starting point. So type in, write me a welcome sequence template, and then go in and adjust it to make it fit you and your personality. You can even tell ChatGPT like what your brand voice is like or who you kind of want to sound like for a brand voice if you're not sure, but you have this like inspiration. But again, I don't want you to just copy someone else's brand voice. You need to find your own. And you'll find that over time and by experimenting with different ones. So go ahead and get like creative with it and let ChatGPT do the first draft of your welcome sequence and then go in and fix it. So with your welcome sequence, we want at least five emails going out. So the first one right away is the deliverable. So they fill out the form and then immediately they get an email in their inbox. And this is delivering whatever it is the form said was going to give them. So if it's a meditation, they get the meditation track. If it's a checklist, they get the checklist download right there, whatever it is. If they signed up for a live masterclass, immediately they get the registration for it. So that is the first email. It's the delivery. And then you're going a few days later And again, you can kind of play around. A lot of this is experimenting at the beginning. You have to find your sweet spot for your ideal customers. Every set of ideal customers is different and you need to figure it out for yourself. So there is experimenting at the experimenting at the beginning. And I want you to just take note of what is happening. So you know if you have to shift anything and give it enough time to experiment. So maybe look at it each month and figure out if you have to shift anything. So the second email I would recommend for the first time going out one or two days later, and this is just a serving email, an email where you serve the audience. You serve the people on your list that signed up for this deliverable. So what was the pain point that they are feeling and why was the deliverable the answer to it. So I want you to serve that pain point. I want you to make them feel seen and heard that what they're feeling is okay and you're going to help them in the future. And that is why they are on this list. And you're just keeping it short and sweet because honestly, no one is ready to sit down and read like a 10 page email from someone they might not even know yet. Like you are just like working in this conversation. Again, think of it like a relationship. You do not just like get, you're not like on an app (laughs) texting and then all of a sudden giving them your entire life story. Like we need to like breadcrumbs, like sprinkle it in, build up the relationship, nurture it before you're just like, this is everything. Okay. So you send out the delivery email, you send out the serving email, and then a few days later, you send out a value email. And this can be a blog post, a podcast episode, another free resource. I love sending like an extra freebie, but 
just something else that provides them value. So they see the worth that you provide and they can actually see the transformation starting to unfold within themselves. And they're just like, I need to keep working with her because this is going to get good. And after that one, you're going to do another value one a few days later. And again, this is a great spot, especially if you have a podcast, which I highly recommend you just start a podcast, even if you're not sure what it's going to be about yet, you can start one and I'll do another episode all about like why you should start one, but you can start one and for the value emails, just pass them back into your podcast, or any long-form content. Maybe you do YouTube videos. This is where you kind of want to convert them into seeing this whole other side of your business where they can get even more value on their own terms so they can build up the trust within themselves so you don't have to hold their hand the entire time. So we have the delivery email, the serving email, the value email, the second value email, and then you are going to share your story. And this can be a three-part email or just one email up to you. And you want to write your story in terms of them. It's not actually about you at all. It's about them and what they're currently feeling and where they are in their journey. And they want to know that you've been there, that you have faced what they're facing and you have the magic formula to get them from where they are now to where you currently are. So you're going to take them through it step by step, just showing them the transformation that's possible. You're telling them what the transformation is, not how to transform. So listen to that again. You want to share the what and not the how. You When, when it's time for you to share the how, you should be being paid. Like you deserve to get paid for the how because you have put in so much work to do it yourself and to figure it out. And the universe wants to reward you. So that is where you get the money with the how. So you have your story and then you're going to get into selling your product or your offer. And you might be like, well, Jen, mine isn't an ongoing offer. I do one-on-one clients and I literally can only take this many clients at a time just time-wise. And I totally understand, totally get that. First off, kudos to you for knowing your boundaries right away because a lot of people don't see that at first. And that's okay. You're still going to sell it and sell it as a wait list of you are interested in this, want to be the first to know when a spot opens up. And that's how they get segmented within your email list. So that is completely fine. If you have products like digital downloads that you're selling, you can incorporate that in. Again, we want this to just kind of be on the background running where you don't necessarily have to reach out to them making it happen. It is automated in your business, so you don't have another thing to think about. You are making this one time, setting it up on automation, and it is just going. You can always come back and refresh, especially if you change out the offer. Maybe you have quarterly offers and you just change it each quarter. You do you. And you're going to get the email sequence written. So again, you're going to use ChatGPT, figure out like a baseline template, and then you're going to morph it into your own brand voice, sharing your offer, all of that. So once you have that done, you are then ready for weekly newsletters because they are on your email list and they don't just want 
the welcome sequence. They actually want to see you and you want to become familiar in their inbox. They need to see your name. They need to know what email it is and they need to start engaging with the email and clicking it open. So this is where you're testing out subject lines, preview text. You're figuring out the formula of how your audience converts through a newsletter. And these newsletters are not salesy newsletters. These are just value. What can you share? And this can even be like, say you had a long form content, like a podcast episode that week. What can you share about your podcast episode? And then link the podcast episode in it. Like you don't have to get too complex or it could even just be like a text to a friend, like a simple little thing. Again, these do not have to be like 10 pages long because honestly, no one wants to read that, especially if they're brand new to your world. And especially now, People are all about the short form and just like the fast paced info they can get. So writing like a 10 page email, like they're going to skip it. They're going to skip it and they're not going to read it and it's not going to convert. So don't overthink what this newsletter is. It is just a friendly little check-in like, hey, how's it going? And you want to encourage them to respond because the more they respond or the more they do click-throughs on links you provide, the more active and healthy you know your email list is, which helps in the long run with your conversion rate, which we're about to get into. So you want to start getting your weekly newsletters going, and then you also want on the back end to be building a sales sequence to just kind of start with the launch of selling your offer, which we will use at the end of December. Again, highly recommend using ChatGPT for this. So that is pretty much your marketing strategy. And now we're going to kind of set the goals for what we want, who and what we want to bring into that marketing strategy and that funnel every week. Because again, this whole episode is goal setting for 2024 to set you up for success. So we are going to get in with it. I'm going to go through two different examples, one for a one-to-one offer and one for a group offer and just kind of what you need to do each week starting this week, leading all the way up to January to actually get those clients so you can make enough money to go all in on your business in January. So let's start with the one-to-one offer. Let's say your ideal thing is to have three clients a month. That to you is the perfect time commitment. It's how much energy you can put out so you can still provide the transformation. So your goal is three clients. Well, with a healthy email list, the industry standard is a conversion of two to 8%. We are going to strive for 8% because we have a healthy email list. We have that lead magnet. We have an amazing welcome sequence. We send out weekly newsletters. Like our email list is it. So We already have funneled people into our email list and well, we haven't funneled them yet. So we need to funnel people into the email list. So if we are aiming for three clients based on our conversion rate of around seven to 8%, you need to bring in 40 leads by 2024. So in the next 10 weeks, you need to bring 40 potential people into your email list. You have to convert them over to give you their email. If you cannot sell to them to just receive their email, you are going to have trouble selling for money. 
Like you have to convince them to give you their email and you're good. So your goal, if you want three clients in January for one-to-one, you need 40 people on your email list. That's it. 40. That is all. Look at, currently look at your Instagram and how many followers you have and start reaching out and sending them your lead magnet. Get them into your list. So for a goal setting, the goal is 40 people and let's break it down so it is actually achievable. We are going to look at getting four new clients a week on your email list. And again, by clients, I just mean people who opt in to your email. They may currently not be paying you with money, but they are paying you with their time right now. They are allowing you into their world. So you need four new people a week to give you your, their email. And the way to do that, again, with the conversion rate and the percentages, if we're just getting mathematical here, you need to be reaching out to 10 new people a week on Instagram. Reach out in the DMs, build the conversations. Don't do a hey girl message. Literally build a conversation to the point where you can send them your lead magnet to capture their email address. And then your funnels are going to do the rest. Okay. So that is the one-to-one. You're reaching out for the next 10 weeks. You are reaching out to 10 potential clients, people you want to work with. You don't just want anyone. You want to focus in on who you want to work with. If you don't know your ideal client avatar yet, you need to figure that out because that is who you are reaching out to. You're figuring out where they are online and you are reaching out and you are helping them initially by giving them your lead magnet because you know that lead magnet you created is going to provide a transformation for them to see. So reach out to 10 people. Your goal is to convert four of them into your email list. If you can do more than four, you are a rock star, but that is it. And then by January, you should have 40 people on your email list. And when you do that sales sequence that you set up, you should be able to convert three of them into paying clients. Again, this is as long as your email list remains healthy and it is actually your ideal clients. Yes, you could get people like your mom, your brother, your friend on your email list and be like, okay, I got like four people this week on my email list. Well, are they ever going to buy from you? Probably not. So we are focusing on who you are targeting to buy from you, okay? You need to be very clear on that. So same thing with the group offer. Let's say for the group offer, you are aiming to start a program in January and you want 15 clients to join that program, okay? That means you need 200 leads by January, And you might be like, whew, 200 is a lot more than 40. Well, 15 is a lot more than three. And it's still not that bad. It's 200 new leads. And if you are full-time in your business, that is not that bad at all. Okay. And we are really searching for organic marketing versus paid. And yes, you can do paid marketing and ads and all that. That's perfectly fine if that's where you are in your business. But at the start of your business, you probably aren't there yet, which is perfectly okay. Everyone likes to do something for free before paid. So let's just start with the organic. So again, you're reaching out. We need 200 people by the end of December on your email list. That means you need 20 new people 
clients on your email list every single week. And again, by client, I am not referring to a paying client with money. I am referring to a client who is paying you with their email address because again, that is the sweetest thing ever. They trust you enough to let you into their inbox, okay? And to get 20 new clients a week, you need to be reaching out to about 50 people. And I want you to get strategic with this because I'm not necessarily saying only DM people. Say you have a podcast, you could put in ads promoting your opt-in, your lead magnet. Maybe for Instagram stories, you promote your lead magnet. Maybe you have a blog, you promote your lead magnet. Maybe you do giveaways to get people onto your email list, or you do live embodiment sessions or master classes because you find it's easier to convert more people then into your email list by signing up for it rather than sending out individual messages. So you need to get very clear on how you are going to get in these leads. And you don't have to make it that complicated because it's not. You are reaching out to 50 new people, building sincere relationships with them to the point where you can provide value by offering your lead magnet. And they will convert over into your email list. And by January, you should have 200 leads. So again, one-to-one, if you are searching for three clients in January, you are going to need at least 40 healthy leads. And to do that, you need four new people converting to your email list a week for the next 10 weeks. And in order to get four people a week, each week, I want you reaching out to 10 new people who you would love to work with, your ideal people you want to work with. And then if you're doing a group offer in January and you want 15 clients, you need 200 people by the end of December. So that means you need 20 people subscribing to your email list a week, meaning you have to reach out to a minimum of 50 people. Again, you can be doing way more than this and maybe you have different numbers. Use the conversions of 2 to 8% depending on how healthy your email list is. The industry standard is 2% for a conversion rate. I like to say I have a great email list. So my conversion rate, I like to use the targeted 8%, even though it is technically higher usually. Um, And as you start doing this, you can figure out your true conversion rate based off of your own numbers. So maybe 2 or 8% isn't actually ideal for you and you're converting 50% of your leads, you are a rock star, you are amazing, and that's totally possible. But again, if you're just starting out, let's just use the conversions 2 to 8% for right now and just know it's possible. So as you start to funnel in all these people, you need to get strategic about how you sell it how you offer it. Because again, getting them into your email list is a whole point of sales. And if you can't convert someone to opt in to your lead magnet for free, you are going to struggle to get someone to pay you a thousand dollars. Like if you can't sell a free product, hate to break it to you, you probably can't sell an $1,000 product or a $2,000 product or a $3,000 product. Like we need to work on our sales skills. So start off with the free content. And 
get strategic about how you're offering it. That is one reason I recommend doing a podcast just to start converting people over. You can also look into your Instagram or TikTok plan and start really building up brand awareness to the point that people want to be in your world. They want to be connected. They want to know what's happening and they want to work with you. And maybe right now they can't afford to work with you. Well, they should be able to because you should be offering something for free. You should be able to help them. And as you're able to help them, the transformation starts and they're able to start seeing the energetic change where they're ready to give you the money for the full transformation at the end. Okay, so that is pretty much all of goal setting for 2024, just starting simple. We can get even deeper into goal setting if you want. Let me know. But a great way to get started is basically this entire episode. So create the vision of the life that you are dreaming, the business you are craving, and define what type of offer you are looking for. Are you a one-to-one coach or are you a group offer person? Or are you more of a course creator? What type of product are you offering? And then figure out your bare minimum. What do you have to make in order to consider yourself going all in on your business? And then figure out how many clients you're going to need for that. So doing your conversions of the 2 to 8%. Again, if you want three clients for a one-to-one, you need 40 leads. If you want 15 clients, you need 200 leads. So it does all come down to math. And as you start putting out the energy to go after what it is you want, the universe is going to see that and they're going to reward you by giving you those people. Those people are going to start being magnetized to you and towards your offers, allowing you to create the lifestyle and the freedom that you want. And that is all we could ever ask for. Okay. That is it for today's episode. If you want even more, be sure to reach out to me on Instagram at intuitiveceo.co. If you're like, Jen, I need to start making my long form content or maybe my newsletters, I don't even know where to begin. I have you. I have a lead magnet, everything we just talked about. So if you want to get on my email list where it's pretty fun over there, you can go to intuitiveceo.co forward slash content or just use the link in the show notes below and you will get a year's worth of content titles that you could use either for blog posts, um, podcast titles, YouTube videos, Instagram hooks, newsletters, anything. So you can kind of choose where you put it, but it maps out an entire year's worth. So you will be good to go. Again, that is intuitiveceo.co forward slash content. And yeah, I hope to see you on my list. Have a great rest of your week and let me know what you think of this episode. Okay, bye. That's a wrap for today's episode of Embracing Your Energy. I hope you found today's topic helpful and inspiring on your journey towards self-discovery and manifestation. Remember, small steps lead to big changes. So keep practicing the techniques and exercises we've discussed. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to follow the podcast to stay up to date on new episodes and to never miss a chance to expand your growth and potential. 
And if you feel like this podcast is resonating with you and you would like to support it, please rate and review the podcast. It helps other people find it. Also, I would be so grateful if you would share this podcast with your friends and family. And if you decide to share it on social media, please be sure to tag me at jenmurphy.com. The more headphones and hearts we reach, the more people we can help on their journey towards self-discovery and manifestation. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time on Embracing Your Energy. Remember, it's time to let go of those limiting beliefs, make those much-needed mindset shifts, and finally manifest abundance and success. Get ready to step into your power and finally start embracing your energy. All right, take care, my friend. 